0: Greetings from Christendom College here in the beautiful Shenandoah Valley of Virginia. In these times where we can feel so alone, so isolated, we should always find comfort in the fact that our blessed Lord on the cross gave us his own mother to be our mother. So many times in history she has intervened with her gentle maternal presence, at Rue de Bac with St. Catherine Laboure, in 1830, at Lourdes with St. Bernadette in 1858. And on a wet, rainy night on August 21st, 1879, she came once again to console her suffering children in a tiny, small village in County Mayo in the west coast of Ireland. The people had been impoverished by penal laws, which had denied them on the basis of their religion their most basic fundamental rights. The horrors of the famine had also taken a great toll in this area, and many tenants had been evicted by their landlords from their farms and their holdings. In the midst of all this incredible suffering, on a very wet Thursday evening, a heavenly vision appeared at the south gable wall at the little parish church in that village of Nock, the church of St. John the Baptist. 15 witnesses, men, women, and children, from age six to age 75, gazed upon this incredible, luminous apparition for nearly two hours in the steady rainfall. The witnesses who were there prayed the rosary, and although it rained steadily, miraculously, no rain fell on or near the gable wall, and the ground under the vision remained dry throughout that two hour period. In the vision, those 15 witnesses distinctly saw the Blessed Virgin Mary in the Orans position with her hands opened in intercessory prayer. She was also wearing white robes. She had a golden rose at the summit of her forehead and a brilliant crown showing her queenly dignity as well. Just on her right stood St. Joseph with his head slightly inclined, bowed in respect towards the Virgin Mother of God. St. John the Beloved, wearing a short, small mitre with an open book, hand outstretched, appeared to be preaching the Word of God. What a beautiful image indeed. And behind them was a simple altar with a cross and a lamb on that altar surrounded by adoring angels. It truly was a heavenly vision. No words were spoken during this vision, but clearly, the vision was understood as a heavenly blessing for the people's incredible devotion throughout the period of suffering and persecution to their faith, to the holy sacrifice of the mass in particular, and Christ's sacrifice as the great Agnus Dei, the Lamb of God. Saint Joseph's presence there, many thought, represented the family, which is the foundation of society and Mary's queenship with her crown, and of course, her intercession, as her hands were lifted in prayer, and her desire to be with and to console her people. As news of this heavenly vision and apparition spread, pilgrims flocked to the site, and hundreds of cures were reported. Over the years, knowledge of this beautiful apparition spread throughout not only Ireland, but throughout the world. And in 1979, the centenary year, St. John Paul II visited this shrine and was greeted there by half a million people, fellow pilgrims, who had come to recall this great apparition. An enormous cross now stands where the Holy Father celebrated mass for all of those pilgrims, and a plaque was placed at the very base of that cross and referring to the visit of the Holy Father as the successor of Peter stated, and I quote, this was the greatest event in Irish history since the coming of St. Patrick. From this beautiful apparition may we have faith and also confidence and trust to turn to our blessed lady in our times of darkness and sorrow, knowing that a mother's heart will always intercede on our behalf. May God bless you.